from the banks of the Avon, welcome to Black Sheep Rebranded, the place where you never have to worry about fitting in or being accepted. All are welcome. The voice for that black sheep in all of us is Rick Sherwood. Here, he shares his views on today's issues. Everything. Nothing is off limits. His insights come not only from his years as a psychotherapist, but also his many life experiences. Do you have something that you want to hear his take on? Find us on Facebook, where Black Sheep Rebranded. Email Rebecca at rstherapygroup.com Rick at rstherapygroup.com Or visit our website at blacksheeprebranded.ca And now, here's Rick. I wonder what he'll talk about today. Well, good day, fine, beautiful folks, and welcome again. Welcome to, you know, the little wanderings of my brain and the little wanderings of what it means to be Black Sheep Rebranded and what it means to grow with knowledge and to to just learn, right? And just to be the best version of us that we can be. And, uh, you know, shame. Shame is one of these things that uh, Rebecca and I have tossed around for the last couple of months trying to figure out exactly how to how to work this in how to find a couple songs how to how to throw it all together how to how to to bring out what we're what we want to say but you know without without sounding like we're preaching right we, we just want to sound like yeah hey, here's a way to look at this stuff and and so you know going through the rolodex of the brain thinking up old songs and and uh you know there's a beginning, an extra extended version of an old song by Twisted Sister. We're not going to take it anymore. And that we're not going to take it, right? It's, it's an anthem. It's an anthem of change. And it's an anthem of change that this is where we once were. And and when you do what I do for a living, when you go through the schooling I go through and you see and you hear, this is the reality. This was my reality growing up. This was truly my reality in so many different ways, not necessarily from a dad, but um, but from others in the family. And, and, and you know what? Uh, it's not just a male thing. Females can, you know, sometimes they won't yell. Sometimes they'll just manipulate the information around just to make you feel just as horrible. And they will do things just in a slightly different, devious way. But the fact is, right, when we're talking about shame, the beginning of this song, man, we weren't looking for it. This is, this is not what you should be doing. Oh, yeah. I know what that is. Yeah. That's music. Can you believe it? It's music. Douglas, see, please. He's just a child. Oh. Just a child off the rails, going sideways, going to absolutely purgatory because this child is such a demon. No. No. This is about an anthem of we want change. We want things to be different. All right, mister. What do you think you're doing? You call this a room? This is a pigsty. I want you to straighten up this area now. You are a disgusting slob. 
straight. Tuck in that shirt. Adjust that belt buckle. Tie those shoes. Twisted sister. What is that? What is that? Smile off your face. Do you understand? What is that? A twisted sister pin on your uniform? What kind of a man are you? You're worthless and weak. You do nothing. You are nothing. You sit in here all day and play that sick, repulsive, electric twanger. I carried an M16 and you, you carry that, that, that guitar. Who are you? Where do you come from? Are you listening to me? What do you want to do with your life? And for so many people, I want to rock. The answer wasn't. The answer wasn't, I want to rock. It was, I want to be me. I want to live. I want to grow. Again, folks, that is a theme for a lot of people, a lot of people who grew up in those kind of environments, and they either grow up to replicate the environment or they grow up to say, I will never be subjected to that. I will never have anybody in my house subjected to that. And it is a really fine line between what day of the week it is that people are sitting there going, That will never happen in my household. And then the next day, they are the same people who are perpetrating this same behavior. I am 100% guilty. I I don't have to wonder about it. I am 100% guilty that I will yell. I have a set of lungs on me that, man, when I get mad, I get mad. Is it right? No. Is it the things that should happen? No. Is it the things that we should be doing? No. Should we be doing things differently? Absolutely. Do we work a lifetime to change things? Absolutely. But the problem is, folks, shame. That kind of shaming, that kind of shaming should never exist. And that kind of shaming, thank God, you know, doesn't seem to be as prevalent as it once was. However, shame still, it does exist. And what we've done is we've moved so far away from being constructive, helping our kids grow, to constantly sitting there going, oh my word, we can't shame them. We can't point out a flaw. We can't, we can't do anything that may impact their ego, that may stunt their growth. And so unfortunately, what we've done is we have gotten so far away, and I mean truly so far away, from what it is that what we want to do, what we want to see. And we've gotten so far away from from honestly, and I mean truthfully, right, just, just being us, being good with being us. And so when we look around, 
what does it mean to shame? What does it mean to do it in a constructive way versus that brutality that you heard that beginning of that Twisted Sister song, which, by the way, is a great song. It's a song about standing up. It's a song about change. It's a song about wanting things to be different. That's that's what it's about. But what we do is we've, again, we've gone so far away from it that in fear of stunting someone's growth, in, in fear of doing something that's harmful, we aren't actually using anything to actually help people grow, help people learn, help people to understand that embarrassment doesn't mean you have to retaliate with a gun or with your fist. Being embarrassed doesn't mean anything horrible, nor does it mean that you become embarrassed once that that's it for the rest of your life. The number of people who I, who I see who they fail a class in high school and then they believe that they are doomed forever. You're not. I failed grade 11 physics. I moved on. And it's, it's always comical when, I, when I'm talking to parents and I'm talking to kids. And the very first thing they do is, well, what did your parents do? I said, nothing. I don't even think they knew. Well, what do you mean they didn't know? What do you mean they didn't do something? Well, you know, you should have got that. You were within a couple of points of passing. I'm like, yep. But no, that was the mark. I accepted it for what it was. That was the, the final mark that I was given in that class. And I was shamed. But it also taught me to stand up. It also taught me that there are consequences for me sitting through grade 11 physics the entire year, not liking the teacher, and that attitude being the impediment to me getting a couple extra percentage points. Truly, that being the impediment was my attitude, not the teacher's attitude. It was my attitude. That whole idea of shame, again, parents, oh my gosh, you know, your, your child goes out there and they get pregnant and then they're shamed to death because they had marriage or, or sex out of wedlock or they got pre pregnant out of wedlock. And yeah, that kind of shaming still happens, folks. The idea of, I didn't want it to be a one night stand. And that one night stand then turned into 20 years of throwing your life away because you think that I had a one night stand that makes me a, a, a horrible person, makes me a slut. It makes me a terrible human being. And so therefore you just throw your life away because of the shame that you impose on yourself. And that shame was nurtured somewhere. Honestly, we got to stop that. What we got to do is we got to teach that shame, shame's not a bad thing. You know, understanding that you're embarrassed, that you feel a little bit ashamed of what you did, that's not a bad thing. It teaches. It's about doing it in moderation, not like the Twisted Sister song began with that guy who's just, if you ever watch the video, oh my word, that guy looks like he's going to be popping his eyes out and having himself an aneurysm. Oh my goodness. That kind of shame teaches no one. I remember being a kid and having people yell at me, and I, and I would smirk. I remember being pulled over by a cop once in West Virginia for speeding. Again, the cop said to me, are you smirking? I said, no. <laughs> but it was, again, 
this this instinctive reaction from years and years of being yelled at, years of being criticized, years of, of being subjected to these things, and you just end up with this involuntary smirk. Because it's like, bring it on. I know what's coming. Yep, death. Shame. Oh my goodness. Better not let the people at church find out about this, because if they do, holy Lord, we are done. You will be banished from this family. Come on, folks. Stop with the shaming. You know what? People make mistakes all the time. And we do. We should be able to grow. We should be able to learn. We should. That's what we should be able to do. But no, no. What people want to do is they want to just shame us. Why? I don't know. There's a there's a great song about by Toby Keith, How Do You Like Me Now? And and I'm gonna play the song's gonna play and, and it'll be intermixed with me, but I but I want you to stop and think about the narrative of this song. Right? The narrative of this song is how do you like me now? How do you like me now that I've kept following my dreams that you made fun of me for, that you made fun of all of the things I was gonna do? I've had people who want to laugh at me for the journey. I've had people who want to say to me, well, you're too old to go back to school. You're too old to recreate yourself. You're too old. You're too old. You're too old. What would you know? And you know what? I remember when I was first done school and I was out applying and I applied and I applied and I applied and and I heard back from a few places where I knew some inroads to get the feedback and the feedback was that they laughed and they were like, what's this? How can a middle-aged man go to school and learn anything? Like, no, right? It's, it's people looking for their little tiny, little tiny box that everybody has to fit within, right? The people who need to be a, a, a clinical social worker, somebody who's a psychotherapist needs to fit this little tiny box, They can't have long hair. Well, I got long hair. They can't have facial hair. I got facial hair. They can't be old. I'm as old as dirt. They can't swear. Oh my God, periodically, man, I have myself a bit of a, a bit of a potty mouth for sure. No, no, they have to, no. What you have to do is you have to know the, 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 the things that, that, that are the theory and you got to be able to take these theories Big theory that I use all the time. Theory of change, psychologically. Right? Are you contemplative? Are you pre-contemplation? Are you actually looking for an action plan to change your life? I have to understand that theory when I'm talking to people. But people, again, they shamed me when I was in school. You won't be a, You're not a woman. People shame me for all kinds of things. And what I did throughout my entire life is is and I don't know what year this this Toby Keith song came out, but but I don't, and I don't even know whether Toby Keith wrote this song or it was written and 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 he just you know got to have the first crack at. I'm pretty sure he wrote it. He's 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 a phenomenal uh, writer. But how do you like me now? All I want to do is get your attention. I remember back in high school, you know, people had all kinds of ideas. And all those ideas, you know, 
Nah, they didn't know who I was. Mm, don't you don't you love just the beginning of a great song? Amen, that was me. Absolutely. You know that that notion, those words, you overlooked me somehow. How do you like me now? I'm well educated. I've done the things I need to do. I have a couple trades. Living a pretty good life. Doing my bit to try to make the world a little tiny bit better. Every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, I'm answering my phone. How do you like me now? How do you like me now that I'm doing the things that I want it to always do? Oh, the number of people who've made fun of me. Mm. Those words, right? So many people. Their worlds get torn apart. those last words I always dreamed about living in your radio I always dreamed about doing something I always dreamed about wanting to do something like this where I could reach out and help people have a better life I always dreamed where I could go out there and I could do something really really good good for people good for this planet help people have a better life help people have something that they never had before and what did I get Ugh. People laughing at me. If it wasn't for all of those campers who camped at my parents' trailer park, I would not be the person I am today because it's them who believed in me. It was them who encouraged me, not my family. My family, they were they were right in line with, oh, you can't do that. Oh, you can't do that. No, you, you can't. You can't. How do you like me now? I had a lot of people, a lot of people who would say to me constructively, you're going to look like a fool. What about trying this? What about trying that? What about this? What about that? What about, what about, right? It was constructive. I had people, I've talked about, about Bruce McLean before. And, and again, you know, Bruce, um, I'm sure today, uh, he's been long since gone, but he would never believe how instrumental he has been in, in, in creating who I am today. Right? Steve, Terry Bentley. Again, these guys are all gone. 
but the influence that they had. Like Steve Crowley again, a volunteer firefighter, worked in a factory. But the influence, the, the stories, I took the time to listen and they took the time to listen to me. And they weren't yelling out and barking out orders. What they were doing is they were talking to me. If we could simply learn that, you know what? We are so busy doing a hundred things, but we are not doing the things sometimes that we need to do, which is to teach kids. Yeah, a little bit of shame is not a bad thing. A little bit of, of swallowing your pride as a youngster is not a bad thing. Protecting them from that is not good. What it does is it gives a false sense of superiority and a false sense of accomplishment that doesn't actually exist. I'm going to say that again. When we do not use shame and we do not use the idea of you don't do everything perfectly, you've got to learn, you've got to grow. When we don't use that effectively, it gives a false sense of superiority and a false sense of success. When we actually use shame effectively to go, what? No, 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 don't do that. This, here's a better way over here. What about this? What about that? Again, when we do that constructively, amazing things can happen. Truly, truly amazing things can happen. I had a nephew who met, who met up with me at a, at a truck stop. I was trucking north into, into Michigan, and he knew where I stopped to get fuel. And he was trucking south, and he stopped. He met me at the fuel pumps. And he'd had a bit of a set to with me. And I said, no, I don't have the time for this. And I actually, and I remember looking in the mirror as I drove away from him, right? Because he wanted to have this big, long conversation. I'm like, no, I'm on the clock, dude. I don't have time for this. You need to actually have a little bit of respect for me and, and for the path that I've taken. And I got to say, I rolled the dice that day when I did that because I could have very much lost a fantastic nephew and I could have very much lost a connection to a human being who I quite adore and love. But I I use shame. And I said, dude, man, you got to think about this. This isn't going to happen on your schedule. It's going to happen on mine. And we will chat about it. But it, again, it is not going to be on your schedule. And I looked in the mirror, a big, long, tall, skinny guy. And, and, and anybody who's ever met me, I'm like five foot two and, you know, five foot two wide. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a short guy, relatively speaking. He's like 6'2", six 6'3", six skinny, looks like a pole. And he's standing there with these big long arms and he's got his head cocked sideways. And it was, you could see in the brain he was going, I can't believe he just drove away from me. That moment of reality, it was, it was a calculated risk that I took that paid off dividends. He is a fantastic human being today. He's a fantastic human being, and he knows he can call me any day of the week, any time of the day, and I will be there for him. I didn't drive away from him. I drove away from him and that attitude that day, and that is an effective use of shame. That is an effective use of teaching somebody to grow. There is not one thing I ever hold against any single person from my past. I will remind people of things from the past, and I will choose to never interact with them, but I will never hold it against them. What I will do is I will say, uh, but you remember, but you remember, and when they, you know, I'm going to go back to a saying that a guy taught me. His initials are J.C., 
And his son-in-law always kids and says, is that for Jesus Christ? But it's not. It's just for a really, really good admiral man. He said, no assholes at the table, folks. And so when you use shame effectively, you are not being an ass. They are not being treated like an ass. What's happening is we're teaching people that, you know what? It's okay to be embarrassed. It's okay to have a moment in the sun that doesn't work for you. And it's okay to get past it. Resilience. When you can face a little bit of shame, you will develop resiliency. And resiliency will serve you your entire life. Y'all be good. Y'all take care. Keep the feedback coming. Love to hear it. Thanks again for everybody here at Black Sheep Rebranded, from everybody that uh, makes this show a success, and most importantly, thanking you, our listeners, our, our listeners from around the world. We cannot thank you enough. And so please, again, for those who are struggling with mental health, please reach out and, and talk to somebody. Hopefully these podcasts have given you some hope and some, some ways to approach life a little bit differently. For the people who are simply enjoying the show, we appreciate those people as well. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on uh, Instagram, follow us on social media, follow us on uh, wherever you can find us. And, and yes, I say Instagram, we aren't there quite yet, but we are getting there. And again, please like us, follow us, and uh, give us your feedback. We really, we can't do this show without you, and we can't thank you enough for it. And also, just keep in mind, the show is proprietary, so all the ideas uh, generated in this show and, and the concepts that are, are out there are ours. And uh, so please, respect them, respect yourselves, respect the planet, and uh, respect each other. Have yourselves a wonderful day, and again, thank you very much for tuning in to Black Sheep, and uh, we look forward to chatting again real soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.